It's Arms Room Radio. With Mike and his team from the Arms Room, Conceal and Carry, Gun Safety, The Law, the latest gear and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Just call the Arms Room Radio Studio Hotline. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. And welcome back to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Gentlemen, how are you doing today? Doing, doing good. good. Doing real well. Everybody's week going all right so far? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go around the table real quick. I want to make the introductions here. I want everybody to know who we are. My name is Mike. I am the host and driver of the Winnebago. On my right is the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbett, approved memo. Oh, yeah. It's just good to be back. He's, you know, that's all we got. If we, if we go any further than that, they're going to find us. I think yeah. I have new headphones because I felt that. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting across the room from those that like to uh, graph this out and draw this out, 10 o'clock position, is the courtroom assassin himself, the legal ninja. Please welcome back Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty good. Doing all right? I, uh, I know you had a, another exciting week in the world of law. I did. I did. You know, they're all exciting. They're all exciting. <laughs> they're all exciting. <laughs> Evidently so exciting, we're not going there. I, you know, it's... it's no, like, I, there's, I there's a period of time, that 30 days after the matter is resolved, that they can appeal, and yeah. I just don't want to talk about it until that's over. <laughs> I get it. I get it. There's times when I'll sit down with them, and he'll go, oh, my God, today... No, never. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. Can't do it yet. Can't do it yet. I, it's <laughs> not in my nature to be mysterious, yeah. but I can't tell you, and I can't <laughs> tell, tell you why. I can't tell you. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. Obscure movie reference. <laughs> like my wife said, you didn't get a cap and gown when you graduated. You got a cloak and dagger. <laughs> Sarcasm in here is amazing. In my two o'clock position is the samurai sidekick, the Padawan learner to the courtroom assassin. He is uh, Mr. Alec L. Weber Jr. Esquire. Oh, sir. Oh, he's not a junior. He no, was on, no. going on a roll. I was still. Uh, yeah, we're we doing close. all right, and then you just go and mess it up. We got. He's going to mess it up next segment, too. Watch. No, no. I bet you next segment I get it right. Uh, or next, we'll next hour. We'll see. <laughs> next hour. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'd take that bet. Uh, see, if you put money on it, he'll do it right on purpose. I know. Oh, yeah. Of course. Of course. <laughs> no, no. I wasn't hustling you. <laughs> uh, welcome, gentlemen. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Uh, also welcoming in this week, we have with us joining in uh, the Seattle area, the Seattle-Tacoma area, we're welcoming in Megatalk. Megatalk. Hello, Megatalk. Megatalk, it's great to be on in Seattle. You know what? Uh, I've been through Seattle a number of times, been there for vacation, uh, uh, traveled through there and through Fort Lewis on the way overseas mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and back back through through uh, through Fort Lewis. It's a it's a great area. And we've got many friends out there. We've got Pacific Northwest. Oh, yes. We've got we've got a number of fans. So it's it's great to finally be on the on live radio out there. I feel for like them. Megatalk is so awesome. It should be reverbing, talking back. Yeah, it's, it's, it does. It's like Megatalk. Yeah, it should be. We're going to have to right. get a drop for that That's one. Right. We'll have to get it. We'll have to get it. Um, I don't know uh, about the world of law this week. I know it's it's evidently it's under restriction because of uh, certain 
there's super squirrel sequence. cease and desist orders or, or no <laughs> cease and desist you know, the, orders. You, you can't a, change the names. Perhaps a gag order. I don't know, but it's not uh, a gag order. I just want to <laughs> wait for the appeal process to lapse. He doesn't yeah. want to jinx it. Well, that's all right. While you're doing that, <laughs> you, that's exactly right. I, I do not want to screw up. There's, the right. There's pooch. ten days. There's ten days when a bank could take that money back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I got news for you. That ain't the rule in the banking industry. <laughs> that's not how it works in the banking industry. No, no. It's like the radio business. I just don't. <laughs> Anyway, this past weekend, uh, Earl and I got the chop the, the opportunity. We went hunting. Uh oh. We went hunting, and we didn't just go any hunting. We went bear hunting. Uh-huh. Nowhere near where I was because I'd have hunted you back. <laughs> yeah, no, no, nowhere near. Nowhere near. There was a there was a lot of controversy in uh, Florida last week uh, over the the bear hunt. There, a lot of people were doing the. Oh, you know, now the cubs are orphans, and mm-hmm. the, you didn't count all the bears right, and, and you, all right, whatever. You know, the, the, the top environmental people come down and say, it's bear hunt time, bears are overpopulated, we're going to have a bear hunt, it's the first time in 20 years. Guess what? There's a bear hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, guess, don't, what, guess what they did? They, they hunted bears. And yep. guess, guess which bears they killed? They killed black bears. And guess where? In Florida. And more specifically? Um, wildlife management areas. Wildlife management areas, yeah. Guess where the bears that are in trouble are. Yeah, this is this is one of the problems. One of the things we had is it's not the bears in the wildlife management areas that are the nuisance bears. It's the ones that have encroached on civilization yeah. or civilization has encroached on them, and you find them in your trash cans and in your dumpsters. But uh, who knows? Now that, now that bears in the wildlife management areas have been killed, maybe the trash can bear will move back. We had a good time. We got on the ground. We got uh, we got geared up. We had uh, we had uh, uh, several. Uh, uh, we were doing movement to uh, to contact. Movement to contact. It was it was hog and coyote hunting <laughs> and bear hunting. So we were doing movement to contact. Uh, we, I, I can uh, imagine you trying to stalk hunt with this behemoth. We were, <laughs> wait a minute. Pounds, wait, wait a minute. Are you talking to me or him? 180 pounds of radio steel. I see and sex you walk. <laughs> I hear him. I, I, I have to tell you, for taking out. Um, uh, a, a civilian with with lots of training and, and, and time behind behind uh, pistols and rifles. We're taking out a, a a cop who's who's a trainer and he's been there for 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 many many years. And myself with with the the 20 years of, of uh, military and 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 law enforcement. Um, there were times when I looked back over my shoulder and they were they were doing exactly what I expected soldiers to be doing. Uh, good soldiers, good soldiers. <laughs> what, what I expect good, good tactical, nose, scratching their you know, combat soldiers to be doing. No, no, no. It was, it was. Everybody was moving uh, at, at equal distance apart. We were moving according to the terrain. We were moving um, in unison. The noise level and discipline was there. Uh, it was, it was really cool. I even threw some hand signals up, and for the most part, they were like, "Oh, I know what that means." <laughs> no, if, and, and if you'd have put that bear in a kermog, you'd have gotten him. <laughs> So we, we, we had a good time out there hunting. We uh, the only thing we shot was a cactus uh, because gotta shoot something. We had to shoot something before we left. <laughs> the cactus was getting in my face. We did. And we did. We went on. We checked the we, we checked the uh, the hunting schedule to make sure it was open season for cactus. And and yeah, they can be a little prickly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Man, they, that wasn't even set up. That was, yeah. that was right there. Kevin scored on that one. <laughs> Put them boom. They, blind squirrel uh, gets a nut every once in a while. Right. <laughs> I'm going to blind you, squirrel. <laughs> no, it was a meerkat we took. Yeah, yeah. This thing had to be three feet tall standing up? Yeah. Yeah, it was 
They were standing young. You know, it, it you know reminded... that, that might have been an American fox squirrel. No, I've you know, seen gray. fox squirrels. This it was, was gray. gray Maybe a, it was a half-breed. With a black yeah, stripe down its side, like a racing stripe. <laughs> it it, it was, did, like mid-level down. It was in the classic meerkat pose, you know, up on its hind legs, front legs. Boat, you know, I'm, curled I'm, up in I'm, front of his I'm chest. I wonder if and... another one of those exotic animal handlers has lost some stuff. Yeah, yeah never <laughs> know. Yeah, he, yeah. Let, he let the meerkat and the cobra go at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to tell people about the meerkat. That's not poisonous. Yeah, well, he may have let the meerkat after the cobra. Yeah, that's it. It's a mongoose. It was a mongoose. It was a mongoose. That would make sense. It did look more. Yeah, I guess like we a mongoose. should have caught it because the cobra's. Gone, so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now he's out That's there looking for the mongoose. That's because the cobra hit in a dryer. <laughs> 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 Y'all hear there's a mongoose after me? <laughs> You're listening to uh, Arms Room Radio. Coming up on the program today, we've got some great guests. Alan West will be joining us. We have uh, Colonel Danny McKnight is going to be joining us. And then Mike Hughes from Top Shot will be joining us a little bit later on in the program. So so stick around. we got a great show planned for you today. And uh, here we are. You're listening to Arms Group Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR 15, AR 10, and AK 47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at guntechusa.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. kel See the KSG in action at YouTube slash kel Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself. So why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? 
Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room. Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Kiltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. And this segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by SendMeAmmo.com. On the line with us today is Colonel Alan D. West. You guys uh, remember Colonel West was on with us uh, a couple weeks, a month or so back. Uh, Colonel West was the uh, congressman out of here in Florida, and uh, obviously he was a colonel, lieutenant colonel in the Army. Uh, colonel, welcome back to the show. Good to be back with you. How you been? We're good. We're good. Steadfast and loyal, sir. Steadfast and loyal, my friend. First team. First team all the way. So, uh, sir, I, I, w- I want to get right into it. I know your time is short and you're in demand. Uh, I was uh, reading up this week, and I saw some comments by Hillary Clinton about the VA scandal uh, and, and what uh, what she 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 purported to say that it wasn't as big as an issue as uh, as republicans made it out to be uh i, I how how could how does she keep getting away with this nonsense how does she keep getting away with with demeaning soldiers with demeaning veterans with demeaning anybody that that listens to the truth well you know i don't think she gets away with it i think right now she's just saying whatever she wants to say within the echo chamber of the progressive socialist base but when you are providing that type of uh, ammunition when you're saying those type of things it will come back to haunt you and so you continue to build upon this this perception and this image that you are a person that really and truthfully do not care about the men and women in uniform or those who are serving overseas we know uh, historically about the relationship and some of the things she said and did uh, towards the military going back to when she was the first lady. And now when we hear that she thinks that this is just something that is politicized, it's blown out of proportion, if one veteran dies on a waiting list, you know, that's one veteran too many. And the fact that she, who wants to be the commander-in-chief, believes that, uh, you know, the loss of lives of, you know, countless veterans and the fact that we have a bureaucratic system in the in the VA that the Senate Democrats blocked from any type of legislation coming to the floor last week that would give the VA the ability to fire these bureaucrats. That says a lot about you know Hillary Clinton and the uh, the party that she represents. I hate to put it that way, but that's just how it has to be said. Talking about the party she represents and uh, and party lines, uh, I, I've had, I'm sure you had the opportunity uh, uh, watching the Benghazi uh, hearings on Capitol Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched it and and, I, and, I, and I, f- I felt proud. I felt proud of the questions that were being asked by by Congressman Gowdy and, and the others up there. Uh, and and they were going to they were getting to the point and they were exposing uh, the lies. Uh, and, and yet the next day I turn on the TV and it's. It's nothing but CNN and everybody else saying how she uh, she won the hearings and this this just paved the way for her uh, trip to the White House. Well, again, that's the narrative that the liberal progressive media has to put out there. But what I did find interesting was uh, yesterday on uh, the Sunday show Meet the Press, uh, Chuck Todd asked a very poignant question to the uh, ranking member on that committee, Elijah Cummings from Maryland. 
as to why they were just there to shield Hillary Clinton, because it was just plain evident, obvious that they were not there, the, the Democrat members of that committee, to ascertain any type of truth, to try to investigate what happened, which resulted in the loss of lives of four Americans who were abandoned to die, and then the false narrative that was put out there by President Obama, his administration, to which uh, Hillary Clinton was a part of that. Susan Rice was a part of that. Uh, and so here we had people that were trying to get to the bottom of this, but yet it was the other side of the aisle that turned this into a political drama. Uh, and really, you saw Hillary Clinton sit back and smiling and laughing and nodding her head as the people were following the orders that I'm sure they were given is to deflect away from Mrs. Clinton and to attack the Republicans on the committee, not to ascertain the truth from someone who wants to be commander-in-chief. Yeah, it was, it was, it was very clear. You know, the people that were there to, to investigate and try and get to the bottom and facts were being presented, and then her disdain and, and, and boredom uh, sitting there behind the microphone, you know, why am I here? And then to have the Democrats come on and just say, what a great job she's done, and, and, and this is such a travesty that we have to have you here. We apologize. It's just... It, you know, it, it hurt to watch at times. Well, imagine this. If you're one of the family members there in the committee room uh, and hearing people say that, you know, we're sorry to put you through this, Mrs. Clinton. We're sorry that you have to be here taking time away. This is being said before people who lost their loved ones. You know, th- th- their time has been taken away for eternity. Uh, and that just shows the, the abject disregard and disdain that uh, certain members of a political party, the Democrat Party, on that committee show to the American people. And, and I don't, that's what, again, as I said, I don't think she has gotten away with anything. I think that you continue to build a portfolio that shows, you know, with her statement about, you know, what difference at this point does it make the statement about you know the the scandal with the veterans administration is just republican talking points has been overblown and the fact that she believes that she can stand up she can lie about the deaths of americans that were under her watch and uh you know it's no big deal because i'm going to be the president uh as lee corso would say on uh, espn college game day not so fast my friend (laughs) exactly exactly yeah i she uh, she she's quite the uh, she's quite the the, the, the huckster up there. Uh, she wants us to believe everything that she says is true, and she's got the, the you know I think that fake smile gets me all the time. Uh, where where she wants to I, I I'm your I'm your I'm your candidate. I'm I I love you and I'm here for you and and she's not and 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 I, and I hope we continue to put this out there so people can see. Another thing she said over this past week. I don't, she's just full of. She's great for news bites for us. The other thing she said this last week was up in New Hampshire. And it's been about mm-hmm. two weeks ago now. With the the, uh, she was up there for an event, and they were and and one of the uh, the people asked her if she would support a gun confiscation program like they had in Australia, and she mm-hmm. said that she believed gun confiscation was worth looking into. Yeah, and and again, that's that's a soundbite that will come back to grab you because if there are two words that can really hurt you in the United States of America is gun confiscation, uh, and and you know everyone seems to think that this is all about the you know the 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 white male that is out there with with guns. Well, guess what? You know when my young oldest daughter turned 21, 
I gave her a uh, a nine millimeter pistol because I told her I don't want her ever to be a victim. Uh, if you go on my Facebook page, you will see my two daughters. One was uh, she was firing a, a Barrett 50 caliber rifle and also an AK 47 uh, that had been converted into a pistol. And then also my uh, my youngest daughter was firing my uh, AR. So you know th- this is what the Second Amendment empowers us to do. And furthermore, it empowers our young women to be able to go out and protect themselves. Now, Ms. Clinton comes along and, you know, again, playing to her progressive socialist base, says that she thinks that we should look into gun confiscation. Well, look at what has happened in uh, Australia with, with crime. You know, just because the gun is gone, you know, folks will start using hammers. Then you confiscate all of the hammers. And then with knives, as they're using over in, uh, with the Palestinians attacking the Israelis, do you start confiscating all the, all the knives? Instead of looking at the real problem, with is, which is the mental illness and the fact that criminals have access to, the, to, to weapons, that's where the focus should be, uh, not in you know, turning the American people into the American sheeple so that then you don't have the ability of the everyday American to defend themselves, not just against everyday criminality, but also about a tyrannical government. And we, we keep proposing a, a system almost like a no-fly list, but we'll call it the no-buy list. You, you still call up or, or you log on to your computer just the way you do now, and instead of entering the name, you just go down the list and see if that person's on the no-buy list. If they're on the no-buy list, they don't get the gun. If they do, they get the gun that they want to purchase. No, you're absolutely right. And and look, when I or anyone goes to, to purchase a firearm, we go through those background checks. We have been checked. Our, our name is looked at and, and, and any type of violations or offenses, and we're approved right there. The federal government does not need to come back and have a list of registration, you know, have me on some type of list, as you're saying, uh, because then guess what they have the, the understanding of knowing who out there in the United States of America is, you know, exercising their Second Amendment right. I, I don't think that should be the case. But, but this, again, you know, the thing that I want to see someone tackle is if the, the Supreme Court, can all of a sudden create a new right for a small minority of individuals based upon their own individual sexuality behavioral choice uh, and use the 14th Amendment equal protection under the law clause to say that all states must now recognize you know, same-sex marriage. First of all, the, 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 the judicial branch can't make law. They can interpret law. Correct. But then why can't the same thing be done for the Second Amendment, which has been an established right to the American citizen, and yet we have cities and we have states that are doing exactly what uh, the Constitution says. They're infringing upon the gun ownership for you know, the American citizen. So I think that someone withstanding in one of these states, one of these cities, should be able to go and bring a case before the Supreme Court that says, what about my equal protection under the law, my Second Amendment right, which is being infringed upon? You know, that's how we have to start having this legal fight. Yeah, and it's getting closer. I know the uh, the ruling out of the sector, second district out of up in New York was this past uh, week that the SAFE Act was legal, and the judge went on to say in, in that that uh, – even though you have the right to certain firearms, you don't have the rights to others. There's, and he doesn't believe that restricting your right to firearms is infringement. You know, he he contradicts the law every time he speaks. It, it was it was quite the the humorous uh, humorous reading uh, when we got a hold of it. 
Yeah, I know. And see, we should be bringing that up. I mean, when you have one person talking about gun confiscation, when you have the, the Second Amendment right of the American citizen under attack, when it clearly says shall not be infringed, uh, we need to start making the legal case uh, against this. Because, you know, you will see, you know, a different atmosphere in this country. You know, even Admiral Yamamoto, when, uh, you know, after Pearl Harbor, uh, or before Pearl Harbor, when he was asked about a, a land invasion of the United States of America, I think his quote was that behind every tree there is a person with a gun. Exactly uh, right. So we're coming up on a break, and uh, can we get you for one more segment? Sure. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from Caltech Studios. With- With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstrip. Five deaths in Texas over the last 48 hours being blamed on the violent storms that have produced flooding and tornadoes in the central and southeast parts of the state. Investigators are trying to determine what caused the Russian passenger plane to crash in Egypt's northern Sinai today, killing all 224 people on board. The Islamic State group is claiming responsibility, but Russia says the claim is not creditable. Donald Trump's releasing a plan aimed at improving veterans' health care in the campaign appearance made in front of the battleship USS Wisconsin in Norfolk, Virginia. Trump says he wants all veterans eligible for care from the VA to be able to receive treatment from any doctor or facility that accepts Medicare. And don't forget to turn your clocks back one hour before you go to bed tonight. Daylight savings time ends at 2 a.m. local time on Sunday for most of the U.S. This is SRN News. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. 
Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com Cheers. You're listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Keltec Studios. Call the Keltec Studios online right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Keltec Studios. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A dot com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. On the line with us is Colonel Alan B. West. Colonel, how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Good to stay with you. Sir, before we uh, we went to the break, we were uh, we were quoting uh, Admiral, Admiral Yamamoto, and I think it was uh, there was a there was a rifle behind every blade of grass. Yes. That's uh, it. That was the quote. Mm-hmm. And uh, even 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 the Japanese knew during World War II not not to take a, not to mess with Americans because everybody had a rifle. Well, and that's part of our national security, and also it should be a part of our domestic security, uh, the ability to be able to defend yourself against criminal elements. And, you know, the thing is, it would be nice if we all carried a, a, a law enforcement officer on our hip, <laughs> yeah. but uh, that's not going to happen. And when you think about some of these response times, it's, it's insidious. And, and furthermore, when you look at the fact that we have our men and women on, you know, military installations, and, you know, you saw that in Chattanooga, what happened there. You saw what happened in Fort Hood, Texas, and also at the Navy Yard in Washington, D.C. We should not allow someone to get on to our military installations and be able to turn into a, a free fire zone. But uh, that that is, is what is happening because, again, so many people in the left believe that you know the American citizen should not be allowed to protect themselves. That that's I, I don't get it. There's the swing in so many states is going on right now, and the problem that we, we, we have in the fight with the – there's so many different different grassroots organizations out there that are doing a wonderful job to try and uh, keep or restore Second Amendment rights. The the problem is is the big money, is is the the Bloomberg and whatever the name of his, you know, Moms Against uh, Everything organizations that <laughs> pop up, and, and they keep funneling in because he's dropping quarters to him that are million dollars. He's dropping millions of dollars into these organizations against these organizations to have Second Amendment rights take away. And they come in with with the false narrative. They don't come in and they say, uh, we, you know, firearms, we don't like firearms because they're scary. They say, ban guns, it's for the children, you know, or gun safety for the children. 
Yeah, well, you know, again, it's amazing to me that you have people like Mike Bloomberg who continues to drop, you know, millions of dollars all over the place, but he's being defeated, being in Colorado or in Milwaukee County against, you know, Sheriff David Clark. Yes. Um, they use this emotional plea and this emotional argument. Well, guess what? If you're the single mother at home, and uh, you know, all of a sudden there's there's a break in, you know, or if you're the the, the wife at home, your your husband or someone is deployed or at work or whatever. I think this happened in uh, North Atlanta, uh, north of Atlanta, Clayton County, whatever, where the woman was able to repel an, an attacker because. You know, she was able to get to the gun, and she fired upon him because, you know, the police weren't going to be there in time. So if you really want to talk about protecting and saving our children, don't you think that parents uh, should be able to defend them in their homes? 100%. Uh, you know, exactly, every yes. every founding father was clear that uh, the reason for the Second Amendment was to uh, prevent government tyranny, to, you know, to your Second Amendment protects your, your other amendments, the right to have your other amendments, and for self-defense. It's your inalienable, God-given right of self-defense. Uh, and, and, and they want this taken away. They, want, they well, keep talking gun confiscation, gun registration, assault weapon ban. They want to see the firearms go away. They don't want, it's, it's as if they don't want the mother to protect the children at home. Mm-hmm. Well, two things. First of all, you know, gun control is your trigger finger, and also <laughs> every gun comes with a safety on it that says, you know, uh, you know, put it on safe or you put it on the firing. Uh, and, and then the other thing that we have to come to understand is that, as the founding fathers realized, you know, an armed citizen is a citizen, but an unarmed uh, individual is a subject. And I think that that is what the the liberal progressive left wants. They want subjects. They don't want citizens. Sir, last week uh, we we saw the, I guess it was the rumor floated down here and started out in Florida and headed out the rest of the the country that you were running for office again. Uh, Yeah. You know, me, you know, I'm the I'm the president and CEO of the National Center for Policy Analysis out here in Dallas. I took the position in January of this year, and what really angers me is that these groups that are making these uh, solicitations, they know that I do not reside in Florida anymore. Right. They are falsely using my name to raise money. This is fraud. Uh, but the FEC will not, you know, prosecute them. And what I would love is is for someone out there withstanding who may have donated to these groups and uh, you know now they come to understand that I'm not there in, in Florida I'm not running for Senate these guys know that uh, they should bring a class action lawsuit against them and just crush them because if it's one thing I hate are political opportunists who are taking away the hard-earned money of American citizens it is reprehensible what they are doing because they know that I'm not running for Senate they know that I live out here in Dallas Texas registered to vote out here driver's license own property out here but yet they continue to do that to raise money for their own greed and selfish uh, desires now that we know you're not running there let's go with the what if if your sec <laughs> if your secretary of defense would was would, would that be one you would take would would that one interest you if, if a candidate came to you hypothetically Oh, the old hypothetical. The old hypothetical. <laughs> Look, you you guys know that my heart is with the men and women in uniform. You know, my dad served in World War II. My older brother was a Vietnam Marine uh, infantryman. You know, and my nephew now is currently serving as a, a major in the Army. It would be a true blessing and, a, and an honor if someone were to ask that of me. But, again, I'm going to pray about it, make sure that that's what the Lord would have me do, and talk with my wife and my daughters. And, of course, my wife is a, is a 
a military brat. Her dad served a career in the military. He was a two-tour Vietnam uh, infantryman in the 23rd AmeriCal. So we're a military family, and, and I can't think of anything greater than to be able to stand up there and be the uh, defender of our men and women in uniform. So if that were to come my way, uh, I would definitely say yes, I'd step forward. That would be a, a a great thing for the military. We already know from what you told us in the, the earlier in, in the program that we'd probably have uh, firearms approved again on the military basis, to, so we wouldn't have to worry about domestic terrorism as much as we do. Uh, what what else would you do? What would what would be your first thing that if you stepped foot in that door in a SecDef store, what would what would you do? Well, I would start looking at the Pentagon and these higher headquarters and say we, we don't need to focus on, you know, the, the Department of Defense being a, a jobs program. I want to make sure that the resources are out there with the men and women on the front lines, our soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines, uh, so that they can have all the right resources. I would also make sure that we improve our research and development and acquisition program uh, systems because right now I see the uh, defense industry uh, really directing and guiding what we should be doing as far as what's being supplied to our men and women instead of, you know, a, a bottom-up system that says these these are the tools that we need on the battlefield today. And if anything, I would start to rebuild the peace through strength, a deterrent military force that can do what the United States of America calls us to do to fight and win the nation's wars. I'm not going to make any recommendation to the President of the United States of America of deploying troops unless we have clear guidance how we're going to kick the enemy's ass and we're going to win. Speed of mobility, violence of action. Yep. You got it. Colonel, have you been Swift able to... silent uh, and deadly. <laughs> have you been able to take some time for yourself and get out and ride and enjoy this beautiful weather? Well, you know, I wish I could, uh, you know, but there's so many things going on. Every now and then, if I can, you know, get on my motorcycle and go tooling around out here in North Texas for an hour or so, that's, that's good enough for me. But, you know, right now my focus is on, you know, the, the policies that restore this constitutional republic, get Americans back to work, you know, create the opportunity society through the right economic uh, principles and not uh, continue on with this dependence society that we see, you know, being promulgated by uh, this administration and their and their cronies. And, and then, of course, we got to secure the America and regain the trust and confidence of our allies and get our enemies to understand we mean business. That's it. That's it. Thank you, for, thank you, sir. Sir, the new book is Guardian of the Republic. It's been out there a little while. Guardian of the Republic, how do we get it? Uh, you can go through Amazon.com, and you can order it. And, you know, if ever there's a time when I'm out and about in, in the local area, I'd be happy to meet folks and uh, put a little steadfast and loyal my signature in your book. We would love to love to get you. If you're anywhere in Florida, we got stations all throughout here. If you're ever coming down through, we'll come down and do the one-on-one with you. I'd love to sit with you and, and, and salute you and shake your hand, sir. That would be awesome. Oh, I appreciate that. First team, brother. First team. Thank you, sir. Steadfast and loyal. Uh, all righty. Ladies and gentlemen, Colonel Allen B. West, thank you very much for being on, sir. Thanks for having me on the arm, arms, uh, <laughs> arms room radio. I was going to say arms control. Jeez, I don't want <laughs> oh, that. Arms hey now. Radio. Yeah. <laughs> that's all right. Thank you very much, thank sir. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. Take care now. Bye-bye. Ooh, that's always great having him on. Oh yes, oh yes. Always he's a, nice to hear from him. He's. A, I know he's, he's. He's moving around the country all the time. He's having. Uh, 
to take a lot of a big step out of his schedule, big time yes, chunk out of his yes. schedule to sit down yes, with us. We appreciate that. Yeah, he's you, you can hear if he's not he's not out riding in the car. He stopped no, somewhere. No. Yeah, it's 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 always great to have the colonel on with us. So, so we definitely appreciate him stopping by and uh, we're looking to get him back on the show, make him a more frequent guest. So, as, as much as his schedule allows. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Hey, listen, if I could have him a daily regular, listen, all, all, you, all you other guys are here, you'd be gone. All right, listen, if Thanks. I could have a daily regular, I'd, be, I'd leave. Uh-huh. I'd, here, Curl, here's the microphone. We'll see you later. <laughs> want to accessorize your tactical rifle then you want the tactical excellence of gun tech usa gun tech a family owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for ar-15 ar-10 and ak-47 style rifles for nearly three decades gun tech usa has been producing the finest quality pistol grips rail systems scope mounts slings compensators flash hiders hand guards iron sights and more check online at guntechusa.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done when customizing your tactical rifle insist on tactical excellence insist on gun tech usa parts gun tech a proud supporter of the second amendment and friends of arms room radio check them out online today at guntechusa.com that's g-u-n-t-e-c-u-s-a.com gun tech usa defining tactical excellence for over 26 years this is the original, the Keltec P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off off. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you, but, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website www.SendMeAmmo.com and sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com You're listening to Arms Room Radio. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. And welcome back to Arms Room Radio. 
Yeah. It is always a pleasure to have Colonel West on the program. With us. Oh yeah, he is. Uh, he is. He is a gentleman and a scholar. If offered Secretary of Defense, he's taking it. <laughs> we, Hypothetically, we, we, in theory, Hypothetically. in theory, in theory, we got him to say. Nobody ever asked me questions like, "Would you like to be Deputy Director of CIA?" You're not allowed to ask those questions. No. <laughs> Those you questions, can't have that. You, you, those questions are asked in a, in a parking garage underneath the, the, the beltway. <laughs> well, I, I get asked questions like, would you like to go rebuild the U.S. Embassy in Afghanistan back in like 2002? And I went, yeah, I would do that. And then my wife went, no, you won't. <laughs> You're not being the yeah. contractor for that job. I've got, I've you got live it. in Greece. Oh, that changes everything. Yeah, after I turned it down. <laughs> Tell I, I turned it down. They found out where they were gonna, I was going to have my family stationed. And they're like, can you get back on that list? <clears throat> hey, joining us on the line, he's been on with us the past couple of weeks, is uh, we just had Colonel West on. Now we've got the Lieutenant Derek Grimm, for, uh, former of the United States Army. How are you doing, Derek? I'm doing good, Mike. How about yourself? We're doing we're doing wonderful. We're we're quickly approaching your events. We we we've been plugging the uh, plugging the poo out of it here. We want to make sure we've got it right. Um, tell us oh, about never first off. Said it like that. Tell tell us what what, what? Yeah. we're not on satellite. I got to be careful what I say. <laughs> um, the uh, uh, we are zealously advocating your your event. <laughs> there we there, what he said. Uh, <laughs> tell me about the camaraderie foundation. Camaraderie Foundation, again, is a, or, is a non-for-profit organization that's here for service members, veterans of 9-11, and their spouses and children uh, recover from the invisible wounds of war. The, the difference between a Camaraderie Foundation and other great organizations that are out there, Wounded Warrior Project, uh, the VA, uh, the, 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 there's so many out there right now, is that Camaraderie Foundation is for the whole family. Great. Not only is it for the whole family, but we... we predominantly deal with mental health for not only the service member, but the family member as well. Um, we, we started this week, Derek, we're on out in um, the Seattle area on Megatalk. So Fort Lewis is listening to us also today. So um, uh, you may want to prep your people for that when they hear about our program. Yeah. Uh, um, we, um, the Camaraderie Foundation, you can find it at camaraderiefoundation.org. Yeah. It, it, C-A-M-A-R-A-D-E. R I E camaraderie foundation. Yeah. Like like we talked about before, camaraderie is one of them words I'm Googling before I before I try and spell it. Yeah, exactly. Thank you goodness for spell check. You'll find it. Yeah. Um, camaraderie Foundation provides uh, it provides uh, mental health services for the family, for the soldier, for the children, for the people that have been through is this is post nine eleven? Post 9-11. Post 9-11 soldiers. Do they have to have been deployed, or could this have been a stateside person? Could have been stateside. Okay. So this is this is for everybody, military, that's having these these issues. Listen, there's there's uh, there's displacement issues. You, you you might be uh, transferred from Fort Benning to Fort Lewis and, and told your family's not coming, and and you've got to, you've got to deal with those issues. You might you might have be under so much stress at work. Uh, you know, your first sergeant's all over you, and you can't deal with it. This is this is something that Camaraderie Foundation can can help you with. Uh, yes. It, you, you, this was how did it get started? Tell me that. Uh, it got started with our founders, Marnie and Michael Waldrop. Uh, Michael was a uh, officer uh, deployed to Afghanistan. Um, he was in the inactive reserve, uh, and uh, when he got called up, uh, he served over in Afghanistan and was wounded. Uh, got back from his deployment, and about half of his unit was divorced uh, within six months of being back. Uh, Marty and Michael, not to sit on the laurels, uh, did not want to be a statistic, um, so they went out and they sought counseling uh, to, to talk through and walk through their issues. 
uh, and they wanted to help the rest of their the rest of his platoon. Uh, and then, you know, when they were able to provide that kind of help, they wanted to do it for other veterans uh, and their families. And so that's really the genesis of where it came from. Uh, and since then, we've grown. Um, unfortunately, unfortunately, we've grown tremendously. Uh, we now service over eight, um, 18 different states. Uh, last year alone, we uh, issued out over 126 scholarships. Uh, this year, we're on track to issue out 140 scholarships. Uh, each scholarship is about $1,200. Uh, it provides 12 counseling sessions. Um, and for some service members, it's a gateway, um, meaning, hey, you get into counseling, you realize uh, this is a lot deeper issue. Uh, then we have resources within the VA to help streamline and get you into the get get you in. Not necessarily, we can't necessarily jump the line, but we can get you help faster. Hopefully, uh, for some folks, they don't need 12 sessions. For some folks, they need to recognize what the issue is, understand what the issue is, and then that helps. That 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 begins the, the healing process. Um, and so that's that's what we do. You know, we, we want to get you into counseling. We want you to start talking to people. One of the things the Camaraderie Foundation does different than uh, than the VA, than uh, other programs out there, is when when you call, this is this is anonymous. This is not something that you're if you're still in the military, if you're still a reservist, that your chain of command ever finds out about. Um, if this is something you want to keep private, this is something that is that is kept private. Obviously, if you're asking for help with the VA. The, the VA is going to know that you, you know, that, that you're wanting help. Um, depends on what, what your level of help is. You, you, you told us your reach was 18 states right now. I think you said you'd had you'd uh, you'd had assistance in. I'm sorry. Your assistance is in eight. You've had 18 states right now. Where Correct. You've, you've had your coverage. Um, Correct. Again, every time we bring you on the program and we add more stations, uh, I anticipate you probably getting more calls. And I just want to say to those of you that that are interested in calling Camaraderie Foundation, just just remember if you, if, you, if this happens to be the first time you're you're listening in Tombstone, Arizona, give give these guys time. But if you call Camaraderie Foundation. Give them the opportunity to find the right fit for you, the right help for you, and let's let them plug you in. You know, put the round hole in the round peg. Uh, yeah, should be the I round mean, that, peg in the round that's hole. That's where our expertise lies is, is really identifying the counselors that can help the individual. Um, you know, it's in, and we're going to do it through the right process. We're not just going to grab the first, uh, you know, the yellow pages and start dialing counselors. Um, we're we're going to make sure it's the right fit. There's going to be follow up. Uh, and there's going to be walkthrough on this process. It's not just you know first phone call and you're done. It, it, we're there with you throughout the process. It's camaraderiefoundation.org. It's camaraderiefoundation.org. Uh, the phone number is four zero seven eight four one zero zero seven one. It's four zero seven eight four one zero zero seven one. I know that's a four zero seven number, but uh, I, I I challenge you to find a cell phone that doesn't include free long distance calling on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think you should be all right. A but it's, uh, accepted. Hold on. It's uh, it's 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 camaraderiefoundation.org or or get on there and you can call the 407 number if you want to talk to somebody direct. Derek, we got an event coming up. Got an we event do. coming and up next this weekend. Is, this is our last week. We're 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 short timing it now. We've only got about 7 days between now and November 7th. Um, you know, we're we're a privately funded organization. We we do get grants from other charities. Uh, but we don't get any money from uh, any other governmental organizations or anything along that line, along those lines. So we need help. We need to raise money for these soldiers. Like I said before, uh, each one of these scholarships costs about $1,200. Uh, we ask for nothing from the service member nor the family. 
uh, we cover all the costs outside of that, um, inside the scholarship. Uh, and so to do that, we've got to have fundraisers. Uh, and so we fashioned a fundraiser off the uh, expert infantry badge, uh, and we have our rucksack march uh, that we hold annually. We offer a three-mile, a six-mile, and a 12-mile course. Uh, you can do it with or without a rucksack. Uh, if you go with a rucksack, we ask that it be 35 pounds. Um, and then our top three finishers this year are, are going to earn an Arctic. I spell that Roger Tango India Charlie uh, Cooler, which is a better, uh, lower-cost version of, a, of another famous cooler out there. <laughs> um, and uh, they're one of our major sponsors. That and Lockheed Martin is a major sponsor this year. Um, you know, we're looking for people to come out. We're looking for people to donate. Uh, you can go to our website at RUCK, R-U-C-K, SAC, S-A-C-K, March 2015, and that's .kintera, dot O-R-G, uh, and join us. Uh, it's going to be out at Lake Nona. The 12 milers are going to step off at 7 o'clock. Six milers are going to step off at 8:30, uh, and then our three milers are going to step off at 9 o'clock. We're trying to gear it around that uh, the the Army standard of four mile an hour. So you know most of our really competitive folks are going to come in on the 12 mile with a ruck at about two hours 10 minutes. That seems to be about our best time. I'm looking to see if anyone can come out there and beat that time. Um, and then we we got most everyone in within three hours, so it's it's a it's a pretty good challenge. Uh, flat land, uh, great location. Uh, we're in there early. We're out fast. Uh, we like as many families to come out as possible. CamaraderieFoundation.org. If you go to CamaraderieFoundation.org, just go to the main page, go all the way to the bottom. You can see the events there. If you didn't have time to to get down the uh, the rucksack march 2015.kintera.org, just go to CamaraderieFoundation.org and you can see it there also. Uh, our, our prizes and our awards are geared towards the guys with the guys and gals with rucksacks. Sure. Um, but you know, it's just like any other standard walk that you have out there. But we wanted to add the extra challenge of doing the 12 miles because um, we we remember how fun that was. Uh, with a rucksack on. One little tip I'll tell everybody that's going to do this, the same tip I used to tell my soldiers, we're going to do this, we're going to do it to standard, it's going to be 35 miles on your pack when you start, and at least 35 miles when you finish. Uh, 35 pounds. 30, 30, 30, 30, 35 pounds. pounds, I'm sorry. 35 pounds when you start, and 35 pounds when you finish. So you can't carry water and drink it. You you, you can, but you better fill those tubs back up. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I, I used to just always go heavy and then drink my way through it. Exactly right. Yep, exactly right. I've, I've lived my life that way. Yeah. <laughs> and that's an Army story right there. Um, Derek, thank you for joining us again, and uh, we'll see you out there next weekend. Thanks so much, Mike. Uh, That's Lieutenant Grimm, buddy of mine. We went to OCS together. Gentlemen, thank you again. Uh, what a great hour. We're, we're coming back we, at the top of the hour. We're going to have uh, Colonel Danny McKnight joining us. Uh, <laughs> Derek, we're going to ask him about female rangers, so stick in there, okay? <laughs> You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live. Arms Room Radio with 
Mike and his team from the arms room, conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Just call the arms room radio studio hotline. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms room radio is on the air live coast to coast. Now here's Mike. And welcome back to another exciting hour of Arms Room Radio. Gentlemen, on the line with us. He's been here with us before. Uh, you guys love his great guest, great guest. Uh, Colonel Danny McKnight, retired United States Army. Colonel, how are you doing today? I'm doing superb. Yourself? Uh, we're doing excellent. Colonel, before we get back into it, since since you were with us last time, we've added a new audience. I want you to be aware of them, so we may ask you another question or two for their benefit. Okay. Uh, we've added the Fort Lewis, uh, Joint Base Lewis-McChord area to our right. listening audience. Right, I heard that. I think that's great news to hear. Uh, it's it's, it's we're enjoying it, but I know, you know, you know, Second Battalion, Seventy uh, Fifth Ranger Regiment's out there. First Group is out there. Uh, Special Forces. So there's some of your uh, your brethren out there probably listening to us today. Well, I hope so, <laughs> uh, sir. When we had John last time, we we we, we got right up to it, and, and, and we we were standing in the door. We didn't jump though. We <laughs> we uh, went, well, well, come on, push it's, me. it's military push stuff. I, I got push stuff. me. <laughs> um, uh, Where are you going? Where are you going? Ranger School recently just graduated a couple of women officers. Well, women, I don't think officers matter. Uh, a couple of women there. And um, uh, you, you pulled us aside and you had some thoughts on that. And I wanted to see if you go over those thoughts with us today on what's going on up there at the Ranger Training Battalion. Well, the, the first thing I will say in a very general nature is that uh, I think the women that we have serving uh, in our military, regardless of which uh, service it is, uh, Army or anything else, I think they have uh, changed uh, the way we do things, and most of it truly, truly in a positive way, uh, from those that are aviators flying uh, Black Hawk helicopters uh, to all the many other things that they do. Uh, I, I really want to say that up front. I'm proud that they have become a gigantic part of our fighting force uh, in the military, and uh, I'm proud of that part. Now, <laughs> to talk about something uh, that is a little more uh, important to me, I guess, uh, is that of them going through ranger school. Uh, for them to be put in that situation to go to ranger school, I don't know that that is an issue uh, that they weren't denied the opportunity. To give them the opportunity is probably the right thing to do. But I would expect them to have to go through it the exact same way I did or any other person in the past had gone through it. And uh, I know that that did not happen because I know it was not a situation where I could have had six months from start of training to get all the way through ranger school. That that does not happen, okay? So that right there tells you something was a little different for them. Uh, yes, they started out with 138 that were uh, considered for ranger training assessment. That uh, 138 went down to 28. That 28 went down to 8. Uh, that 8 went down to 3. And then uh, the last three, two of them did graduate, but also recently they are uh, are having the third of those three finally graduating. And my point is, why did it get, they have the opportunity to take six months to get through something that I did uh, first time through uh, without any kind of recycle in three months? So I'm worried about the standards that were established. Uh, I know that they did not do the same 
requirements that I did, uh, but they did say that they only had one standard, and the men and women would meet the same standard, and I'm okay with that, with the exception of the fact it's not the same standard we had before. What they did was lower the men's standard, brought the women's up some, and now they have a new standard. Uh, so those kind of things are what bother me. And also probably the other thing that bothers me tremendously is why did the two-star general at Fort Benning, Georgia, the commanding general there, why did he have to go to uh, the Florida Ranger camp uh, during those uh, females' last uh, cycle down there? And why did he have to be there when they were graded? That's wrong. So something doesn't pan out right. I have no... Uh, personal feelings uh, in a bad way towards those two young women because they did the very best they could, but I know that they didn't do it the same way the rest of us have done in the past. How many times does the normal male soldier that applies and gets accepted to ranger school go to go, get to go through each course? Well, when you go through the first assessment part, you get one opportunity. That's the reason it's called ranger training assessment course. They assess whether you are capable of moving on. And that's the reason 138 went down to 28 uh, uh, when that particular group of women, 138 of them, they got it down to 28. So that's the first phase uh, that you have to do right there. Well, then you go to three phases. There's a uh, phase at Fort Fort Benning at Camp Darby, and then there's a phase in Dahlonega, Georgia, the Mountain Ranger Camp, of which I was an instructor there for a little over three years. And uh, then there's the final phase in Florida. Now, you can go through uh, that first phase at Camp Darby, and you can, uh, you know, not make it through, and you are allowed to recycle, which means go back, get a little more training there at Camp Darby, and they'll give you that uh, opportunity. And that, that's what you get. If you fail out that second time, you go home. At least that's the way it used to be. Then you go to the next phase and uh, the mountains, uh, which is very, very challenging, uh, uh, to say the least. And uh, you get that opportunity to go through there. And if you fail there, uh, a little unusual that you get to recycle again because you've already had one recycle in the first phase, and you recycle through there. And uh, they did. Uh, They didn't make it through there the first time, any of them, so they get a second recycle. And uh, then you go to Florida camp, and you go through there, and... Uh, if you were to re- fail in that part, you didn't get a recycle, and that's the way it used to be. Now, if they've changed some of those even for the men, uh, that's a shame because why didn't we keep the same standard we always had instead of going letting them go over and over? It took them six months for those two uh, uh, women officers, as you said, to graduate. And, and like I said, I don't blame them individually. I blame the standards being changed by the people that did that. And that happened because they were going to make sure that those that could would graduate with a ranger tab. Oh, sure. Again, and again, the, the individual, if you tell, you know, Private Snuffy as he's coming through the course, hey, we're going to give you six months to train up and teach you the course, he's going to take it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, you take everything that's that's given to you. And, 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 you know, any training is good training and go forward, go forward from there. But like you said, they, they train this. They, they change the standards. Yes, it mm-hmm. is. Yes, it is. And that's unfortunate. The other thing that we heard, and just like you mentioned, that they had the commanding general come down and walk the course, uh-huh. had the sergeant majors come down and walk the course, mm-hmm. and didn't let the the ranger instructors be their typical ranger instructor selves while they're out there. Right. 
And that had never happened in history, I promise you, because uh, from being there as an instructor, uh, the ranger camp uh, commander is a lieutenant colonel, and uh, the ranger department director is a full colonel. And uh, I never, ever saw anybody of that rank in the mountain ranger camp in the three and a half years that I was there. Not while they're walking patrols. Now, come visit the camp? Sure, that's what you do. Right. That colonel does. But the battalion commander is there all the time, and I never saw the battalion commander go out and uh, grade a ranger student. And uh, that's the way it should be. Colonel, we've got to take a break. You join us for one more segment? You bet. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltech Studios on the line with us. Colonel Danny McKnight, when we get back, we'll have some more questions for him. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com. Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com. Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com. Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com. And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltech. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltech Weapons.
You're listening to Arms Room Radio. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Good-looking crowd again, Earl. Thank you very much. Oh, yes. Yeah, you, I don't know how you get them in here every week. Yeah, just doing my job. Back on the line with us, Colonel Danny McKnight, re- retired United States Army. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing absolutely superb. Sir, one more question uh, I wanted to get into into with you. Uh, this past week, we the United States had a uh, commando raid on an ISIS uh, facility. Uh, Mass Sergeant Joshua Wheeler was killed. However, he was a, it was a non-combat death, as it was reported. What, uh, what What's going on there, sir? What can you tell us? Well, I think the reason they quickly, uh, and I heard the uh, press secretary uh, speaking there at the White House, and after he stumbled uh, over two or three times trying to figure out what he was supposed to really be saying and how you can explain it's a non-combat death, uh, and of course he even went so far as to rate uh, pre- bring President Bush into it and say during 2003 and 2004, uh, this is different than uh, what <laughs> President Bush did. I, I hate to tell him, but he's been gone for a while as the president. Maybe they ought to figure out they've been in charge supposedly for the last seven years. Yeah. That really irritates yeah. me every time they do that. <laughs> anyway, uh, when I heard that uh, he, uh, Master Sergeant Wheeler, uh, what a what a great great non-commissioned officer. Uh, operator he was, uh, to say the least, and being in Delta Force, you, you, uh, and you understand that yourself from uh, just being around the, those kind of guys. Uh, you know, 11 bronze stars, uh, wow, you know. And, oh, my uh, gosh. Uh, you know, he, he did die uh, in combat because, uh, as I recently was privileged to be on the Neil Cavuto show uh, earlier, uh, this just this past Monday, that... Uh, uh, I was asked that question. There's only two ways that soldiers die. Soldiers die in training accidents on occasion, and that's a reality that we know can happen, whether it's jumping out of an airplane or a live fire exercise or something, that can happen. The only other way soldiers die in uniform is in combat, and there's nothing else in between. There's either those two ways that they die. and most often it's when they're involved in combat. And I'm trying to figure out who was the brilliant person that came up with this idea that this was a non-combat death. Because as I sat there and watched the uh, filming that was shown, that was done by the Kurds, uh, which is interesting, they were there to film, and I'm sure they were there to film because they thought their guys, who was, it was a Kurdish mission, our guys were in an assistance at advising role, which really stinks, and I've said that since day one, we don't assist and advise well, because we tend to end up having to help people. The Kurds couldn't handle the fight, so who took over the fight and made the difference and got all of those 70 prisoners out, and who ended up giving their life? It was Master Sergeant Wheeler and and the others associated with that uh, special forces element of Delta Force that went in there. So how can they tell me that this was not a combat death? You want to talk about a terrible uh, play on words? This is unbelievable. And uh, it's like they're almost showing disrespect to uh, Master Sergeant Wheeler and his family saying that he didn't die in combat. He did. 
and uh, I, I we all know that if we saw the film because when you 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 know from some experience in, in your background that when people start shooting at you and you shoot back at them, that is immediately classified as combat, and uh, that is I think uh, a typical explanation by our current administration, both the Secretary of uh, the defense that stood there and said the same things. But now, isn't it interesting that since then, I think it was uh, just on uh, Tuesday that it was announced that we are now going to uh, change uh, that, that, that plan of just advising and assisting. We're now going to put special forces uh, elements of uh, Rangers, Delta Force uh seals etc all of those we're going to put them on ground on the ground and they're going to start taking direct action well direct action means you're going to combat that means we're going to be putting boots on the ground and now we're going to try to take the fight to isis the problem is we should have done this about two years ago and we could have probably eliminated isis but guess what they're pretty big now they're a lot larger than people can imagine. So we have got a really, really difficult challenge because we failed to do the right thing about two years ago. So they're going to put. We were called the JV team by our commander in chief. I'm hoping <laughs> that they're going to be smart enough, and I'm hoping that our chairman of the Joint Chiefs, who's a Marine, and I think he's a pretty staunch guy. I'm hoping that he and the others will tell them, okay, if we're going to put them on on the ground in direct action, we've got to make sure they've got the support assets that they need. They will need that AC-130 gunship up there possibly when they go on missions. They're going to need, you know, uh, support from other assets. Uh, they'll do the direct action. You and I know that, but they have got to have the ability to be supported uh, more than, say, we were in Mogadishu, Somalia. You know, history tells us what happened there. They've got to do this right. They can't come through. This president cannot come through and say, "Well, look, look, we, we put some, we put some boots on the ground there. They're mm -hmm. taking care of it. It's the best of the best." Yeah. You, know, the, the, you, you still have to have the support. That's Otherwise, right. exactly. When it, when it gets hot, you know, it, it's it's like you said, it's running the Mogadishu mile to get out of there. Yeah. And you know, you look at ISIS, and you can see that they have the ability to uh, have assets that are pretty formidable because they don't just ride around in jeeps. They don't just walk around. They have, have been able to uh, obtain, as we know, uh, vehicles that some of them even came from the United States, as a matter of fact, because they were taken away from the Iraqis or whatever. And they've got other assets that uh, we need to make sure we're going to provide uh, those special operators and uh, people that are going to go in and do this direct action. They've got to have the ability to call for uh, support when it's necessary. Most of the time, they probably won't be because they're that good. But when it is necessary, they need to be able to have somebody listening on the other end when they call and say, we need, and they say, you got it. They don't need to say, wait a minute. They need to say, you got it. And that's what we need to have happen. And we do that, and we do it right, and let our people get in there and fight. We will eliminate ISIS. It may take a lot longer than we thought it was going to since they're so large now, but we can defeat ISIS. There is no doubt in my mind. Yeah, again, given the order and the right rules of engagement, given the right equipment, and let them go. Let exactly. them go. Let them go. Be soldiers. Let them go. Be Marines. Let them go. Be sailors. And let them and 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 let them go. Be airmen. And let them do their jobs the way they were trained to do so. And and it'll it'll be over. It, it might take a little longer than you think. It's going to take more than, the, than a two and a half hour movie. Yeah. But it's but it's it's go it's going to happen. And and they can and they can get it done. But it's got to be there with full support. He can't. This administration can't be doing this just to say we're doing it. Yeah. Exactly right. Exactly. So, and we're late doing it. That means it's going to be tougher, as you just said. 
but we can still get it done. Just let us have what we need to have to, to get it done. Uh, thinking of Sergeant Wheeler's family, uh, is there a difference in the death benefits between a non-military, uh, a non-combat death and a combat death? Uh, I, in all honesty, uh, have been thinking about that, and I probably need to look a little bit at some things. I, I think there is a slight difference uh, because if a soldier gets killed in training, for instance, uh, I, I don't know exactly the benefits are different, but there are some differences in terms of what uh, can be done, what can't be done in terms of uh, burial, uh, except there, there are some uh, nuances to that. Uh, and so yeah, I'm worried about that, too. I'm glad you asked that question because that's one I need to research a little bit because I really do want to know if there's a difference there. From, from what I recall, the, uh, the the service members' group life insurance, mm -hmm. whether it was a combat death or a non-combat death, if you elected beforehand to go to the maximum amount, you get the maximum amount. The matter of death didn't matter. Now, there are some other benefits on top of that, like the colonel was saying. There's some, some small monetary. Combat death gets a little bit more pay, um, uh, a, a little bit more uh, uh, benefit that pays out. But... At, at a minimum, if he was maxed out on his normal stuff, which would have cost him $25, 30 a month, he's walking away, or his family's walking away with about just under half a million dollars in cash. Yeah, because I actually, there was a soldier killed in uh, 3rd Ranger Battalion when I was uh, uh, at the regiment. Uh, actually, he committed suicide, and uh, believe it or not, his SGLI still was available to, you know, who he wanted to go to, who he had designated, and that was his girlfriend, which was interesting, but uh, <laughs> it, you said it exactly right. If you've paid into it, it doesn't say how you die. Right. It says you have earned that because you paid into it. So you're exactly right on that part, for sure. Colonel, we got about a minute left. Earl's got a question for you. Okay. Yes, Colonel. Uh, just for our expanded audience here, uh, everyone knows of your role in the movie Black Hawk Down, played by Tom Sizemore, uh, leading the convoy to uh, bring everybody out. And in that one scene where you're waiting on uh, orders to proceed or not, and everyone starts taking fire, and your soldiers ask you, you know, sir, what do we do now? And in the movie, Tom Sizemore turned, turned to them and told them, well, shoot back. Mm-hmm. How uh, factual is that? That one's not right. <laughs> oh. uh, the rules we had were very simple. When the first round is fired at you, near you, or anything were around you, you should return fire. In the conversation, you don't get anybody's permission. You have permission based on that one rule. Very good, very good. It's it's a, it's good for the movie, sir. I'm sure that's one of those ones yes, that was uh, yes, that yeah. was nice for the movies. But as as highly trained as your soldiers were, being Rangers, there was no there was no sir. Do we shoot now? It was <laughs> it was taken care of. Yeah. No, I probably would have said, well, aren't you? Why aren't you? Shooting? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Wouldn't, wouldn't be chewing them for asking permission. Would be, be chewing them for not doing their job. Yep, exactly right. Yep. Colonel, thank you for being with us. Go to the Colonel's website. It's dannymcknight.com, dannymcknight.com. You can get on there. You can order his book, Streets of Mogadishu, Leadership at Its Best, Political Correctness at Its Worst. He'll autograph it. It'll get sent out to you. It's a wonderful book. Where, where are you next, sir? Where am I next? Well, let's see. I, a bit, the next really big one, well, I'm going to be in Atlanta for the Veterans Day with Coca-Cola headquarters there. And then I'm going to be in San Francisco uh, with uh, 2,000 California narcotics officers. Uh, their, their big conference they have out there. Those are my two biggies coming up. God bless. 
With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. Storms and heavy rain have spawned three tornadoes and dangerous flooding in East Texas today. Five people died since Friday in the Austin and Houston areas. The rains have mostly stopped in Houston, but up to eight inches has fallen since last night. Egyptian search and rescue teams have had to hike more than two miles to reach the wreckage of a Russian passenger plane that crashed in a remote mountainous region in the Sinai Peninsula today. All 224 people on board the aircraft died. A member of Syria's parliament says the U.S. decision to send troops into his country is an act of aggression because the Syrian government has not agreed to it. American officials said this week they were sending up to 50 special operations troops uh, to assist Kurdish and Arab forces in northern Syria. And Honda recalling over 500 2016 CRVs over airbag problems. This is SRN News. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Maybe you'll get past the word bullpup. Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations, like our patented downward shell ejection. But in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. The Keltec RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See the RDB in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom.
You're listening to Arms Room Radio. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Private First Class David J. Martin died October 31st, 2005, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Martin, 21, of Edmond, Oklahoma, was assigned to the 2nd Battalion, 502nd Infantry Regiment, 2nd Brigade Combat Team, 101st Airborne Division, Fort Campbell, Kentucky. He was killed October 31st when an improvised explosive device detonated near his Humvee during patrol operations in Mamouyade, Iraq. Martin was the son of Edmond residents Rick and Janet Martin and a 2002 graduate of Edmond North High School. Martin had been stationed in Iraq about a month. He completed his Army training at Fort Benning, Georgia, and initially was sent to Kuwait before being transferred to Iraq. Army Private First Class David J. Martin, you are not forgotten. If you'd like to get a hold of Kevin and myself at the Office of Kevin C. Maxwell Associates, we've got a couple of different ways that you can do that. You can reach us on our website. It's maxlaworlando.com. You can uh, reach us at the office, 407-480-2179. Reach us us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash downtownattorneys. And you can reach us on Mike's favorite, the Twitters, at MaxLawOrlando. Hey, on the line with us, we have this is a good friend, good friend of the program, and it's always a joy to have him on. We have Mike Hughes. All, you guys know him as Big Mike from Top Gun. Uh, he was Top Shot from Top Shot Season 3, runner-up. Big Mike, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great, fellas. We are now on, you know this as well as we do, in Mega Talk there in Seattle. We love being on in the Seattle area. We've got all we've got all our friends out there in the Pacific Northwest, including you and all your groups. So we 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 enjoy being on out there with you. That's fantastic, Mike. Um, I know people want to know this. Let me let me let me let me ask you some Top Shot questions first before we start to go forward with the <laughs> with the purpose of the phone call. Okay. How, how is how is being on Top Shot changed your life? You know, what, what's it done? How's it how's it helped you move on to your you know to this little this point in your life? Well, it's, a, it's an interesting question. I mean, it's one of those opportunities that's just very unique. And when you get sequestered away for six weeks, no contact with the outside world, uh, it, that's just kind of a surreal situation. Uh, I think one that only can exist uh, in Hollywood, right? But, <laughs> but you know, but overall, I mean, I look at it a little bit externally, a little bit internally. I mean, externally, it, it, it was a good opportunity because uh, it really promotes firearms in a positive light. Um, a lot of people, I'm surprised, how many people have watched it who are not gun people, and they are into it. They kind of understand firearms a bit more in the broader, in a broader perspective. And uh, I guess internally, I I, I like it because relationships. I mean, experiences like that, you make great relationships, like my good friend Chris Collins, and and uh, you know people of that nature and quality. Well, that's that's cool. That's great. I, yeah, we, we get we get that a lot too. We get people that that come in and have never. Never, maybe never held a firearm, never seen a firearm, but they've watched you on Top Shot or, mm-hmm. or your, your other competitors, or they've they've watched a, another TV show, or maybe even a video game. Yes. Uh, and and they'll come in and they'll they'll, they'll really. It's kind of weird because they know a lot of stats about the guns, and, and then you put it in their hands, and it's you know you could tell right then that's the first time they've touched one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I know. That's that's the kind of disturbing part of it is how how little we are really getting firearms training as a culture in our society. You know, and that's why we're trying to drive to our next level training to just get firearms more of a 
it's more of a training as a way of life. Tell, tell us about it. And now everybody can go to it and see nextleveltraining.com. I want to specify it right up front, nextleveltraining.com. If you're going to order something, though, you got to go nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. All right, it's nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. But if you want to go look around, go right to Next Level Training. Tell, tell us about the CERT, the CERT training pistols. Well, yeah, really, um, I guess a number of years ago, I just got into competitive shooting, filled a bit of a competitive void of something to do. Uh, you know, that was really my thrust. I mean, to get into firearms is that competitive side of it. You got all these gross motor skills and these fine motor skills and speed and accuracy. And, you know, leaders like Jerry Micklick, uh, who's doing it in their competitively late, you know, later in life. And, but the big question, fellas, is how do you, how do you train firearms? I mean, everyone has a hoop and a basket, bas- you know, basketball, you know, right. uh, court, yeah. you know, you know, not a court, rather, but it's a hoop and backboard. And so it really wasn't a tool, so I just made my own. You know, with a resetting trigger, shot indicating laser, and and it was just for my own self-centered purposes. But after a little bit, it really caught fire, caught some attention um, in different markets too, particularly with law enforcement, defensive tactics instructors, and such. We really look thirsting for something that that's simple, uh, but that you know of that nature, where just a laser shoots out, you can do trigger resets and a little bit of a trigger take-up laser as a bonus. But I mean, it's all about getting that high-volume training, about getting that. You know, as you guys probably experienced too, just, just just that impromptu training. You know, 10 seconds here, I can even, while I'm doing this, pick it up, get a few trigger control with my, you know, support hand on my light switch across the room and, you know, make it a lifestyle. That, that, that's exactly what we do, being as you've got the red laser and green laser, we uh, we have races in the in the office. We You know, there's typically two or three of us, and one will have, you know, one guy has the red laser, one guy has the green laser, and then a third guy calls out the target. And yeah. then we race to it, and whichever laser we see first, that's who who it is. Pulls the W. I know. It's and, not fun. And, I mean, and Mike's not as quick as he thinks he is. <laughs> oh yeah, and it, and it exposes so many deficiencies because we can all be champions when it's all relaxed and, and <laughs> such. But as soon as you know a little bit of buzzer goes off, a little bit of competition, oh, yeah. not to mention a shove. You know, another person right when they're drawn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 don't be don't be giving out my secrets. <laughs> this is neat because now, you know, Earl and I we wear we wear guns open carry at work all day long. You know, we're in we're in a gun store and a gun manufacturing company, so we, we wear our guns. It's our rules, our it's our place. Um, Kevin and Alec here, they're they're sitting in a law office all day. And, yeah. and you know, it's Kevin's business. Could he wear open carry if he wanted? <laughs> sure. He's probably going to get a, a couple less uh, clients come through the door uh, or that stay. Well, <laughs> maybe his bill will be paid quicker, too. Actually, in my neighborhood, they'd probably appreciate that if I could wear a gun. <laughs> and I'm going to walk into their car when we leave at the end of the day. <laughs> but this is something he could you, you pull out at work. And, and I, I was you, actually thinking I like his idea. Uh-huh. Yeah, you uh-huh. literally pull it out. Yeah. Pull it out of the desk drawer. It's it's clearly identifiable as it's <laughs> it's not a firearm. I mean, it's the same size and shape. It's the same. It's the same weight. We've got them here. There are but some it's got, indicators that it's yeah. not. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, yeah. it's the solid red slide on top or the purple. Um, you, you know, it doesn't it doesn't rack. You look at the magazine. Uh, you know, if you had your eyes closed, it, it feels like the firearm. If you open your eyes, you, you know this is a training mm-hmm. gun. Might I add? There's a couple of people in our office I'd like to. You know, practice on? No, 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 no. See the reaction. Yeah. 
So, so yeah, Kevin and Alec get to sit at work and, and, and do this. All right, well, it's in between – or even while they're on, and I have been there, for the conference call. Yeah. While, while he's on the conference call with somebody, he's still pulling it out and picking things off the wall and, and pulling the trigger. Trying, and, and, and I know what he's doing. He's testing to, to see if his trigger, his trigger squeeze is pull or is, is true and correct. Yeah, yeah. What, and there's he, no what, shake what, when he pulls the trigger. What, what he's talking about is I've got a laser on a pistol with snap caps in it. And I, I do that to see if I got – I would rather use your cert pistol, but I haven't gotten one yet because well, Michael's stingy. <laughs> so, this, so this really works great for uh, – listen, if, if you're going to buy one and you're going to shoot it at work, make, make sure you got your boss's permission. Oh, yes. You don't want to be running around running around at, uh, at, the, at the food court, you know, uh, or pulling this, Ooh, no, pulling no, this no. off in the mall. You want to you want to have have the boss's permission to be able to do this either during your lunch if, or during your break. It, this is what I want to use it for. I want to do weapons retention training, and I want that in my carry holster. This is it, and this is what it's designed for. This yeah. is yeah. this one is the, is the, it fits in um, this the, what Glock nine or excuse me Glock seventeen size Mike? Is that right? That's right. Yeah, I think it's functional features of a Glock seventeen twenty two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay, so so it fits all in that that large size Glock holster, uh, which it fits is what in I have seventeen twenty two, or you could you can. Uh, uh, you can you can use it just just like like you like you do with yours because you, Kevin's a Kevin's a forty cal guy. If it's not a forty cal, he's he's you don't even, you don't even give it to him. He doesn't even want it. Sure. He's he's so we'll tell Kevin it's a it's a twenty two size. Kevin. Yeah, that's what he said. It's a, yeah. it's a Glock. He, he already did that. Because <laughs> see, he knows that all real men carry forties. Oh, that's right. right. Sure, we'll make sure. Phase plasma one with a little extra photons in there. <laughs> in the forty watt. Forty watt range. Exactly. Um, all right, these. Uh, well, go ahead, well, Mike. I was going to say, Phil. No, you're right. That's exact track. I mean, you're in a conference call. You get reps in. I mean, just, just make that training a lifestyle. Make sure there's not weapons confusion, and that's why you like to pick good ballistically sound areas, like not a wall where there's a person behind it or anything like that. <laughs> My secretary. Someone comes in your area and they may draw their concealed gun or something stupid happens. Yeah. So you want to layer the safety pretty heavily there. But, but yeah, but making it a lifestyle, my gosh, I just can't tell. I, it's hard to express how good people can get in their mechanics, defeating their garment, you know, presenting a grip establishment, their trigger control, their natural point of aim, their sights when they need it, you know. So it's that's just what we want to project. I just want to see a nation of people who are pistol shooters who are just, incredibly competent yeah and this is this is this is one of the steps to get there you know first off seek out the training mike we can, we're facing a break can you hold on for a few minutes with us absolutely you're listening to arms room radio coming to you live from the caltech studio when we get back for the break big mike mike hughes from top shots on with us we're going to go over the next level training for the ar system oh. we'll see you after the break want to accessorize your tactical rifle then you want the tactical excellence of gun tech usa gun tech a family owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for ar-15 ar-10 and ak-47 style rifles for nearly three decades gun tech usa has been producing the finest quality pistol grips rail systems scope mounts slings compensators flash hiders hand guards iron sights and more Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, 
When customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. This is the original. The Keltec P318. With six game changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See the P318 in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Listening to Arms Room Radio. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast. Now here's Mike. Ooh, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Man, it's just flying by. Oh yeah. Something going by today. Time flies when you're having fun. Well, that brain, right. that brain flip fast was, you know, you did your exercises. True, very true, very true. You know, this guy will be able to get up back out and uh Go, go get some candy tonight. Yeah. <laughs> candy. Okay, it's, it's Halloween night. No candy Halloween for you. Night, Halloween night. And, uh, you have a ruck march coming up. You don't I do have a ruck candy. march coming up. And please, please, everybody remember, they're not real zombies tonight, okay? Oh, please, please <laughs> do remember that. They're not real zombies. <laughs> they're people dressed up as zombies, so. What if I use my next level? No, 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 keep no, it home. no, keep it home. No. Well, you know what? If it was a next level AR training Rifle, they still be safe with Alec. He needs a lot of air. Oh, that is he's gonna, get, he's no. gonna get some training. Hey, on the line with this is uh, Michael Hughes, Big Mike from uh, season three, runner-up of Top Shot. Mike, you still with us? Oh yes, I am. Hey, you know the one thing we didn't even mention when we were talking about the cert training pistols. Uh, I, I got to tell everybody they're 
incredibly reasonably priced. Um, if you go on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom, start as low as 239 then depending on features you want with them, they go up a little bit from there. So so you can, you can get one of these. The, the thing I like about these as, a, as, as compared to regular training pistols or using your, your, your regular firearm at home, you know, besides, of course, always making sure that it's unloaded and loading mm-hmm. and unloading mm-hmm. and loading and unloading, is this resets. Yes. This resets itself. Unlike if I took my regular Glock out or my Kel-Tec and I, and I pointed it against the wall and pulled the trigger and I went click, now I've got to rack the slide. Mm-hmm. This automatically resets, Mike. That's one of the features you built into this to make it a good, good training weapon. Oh, yeah. And that's, you know, we, just recently we're looking back at our original design criteria. I made a one, one little page sheet on some engineering disciplines and, and there's really about 26 different things. And the resetting trigger was huge for me. And just because I really want to be able to have that continuous training and, and having it exactly emulate, uh, in this case, a, a Glock. But, but actually, I, I don't even emulate a Glock. I jack the weight up to about 11 pounds. So I really isolate that, that trigger finger and get some, get some strength in there. But I'd say that and the fact it's just built from the ground up inert. I mean, that's been a huge, huge um, thing for, from everywhere, from like federal law enforcement agencies to to soccer moms just because it can't go boom. You know, yeah. And if it does get stolen, you know, it's not a... Not as, it sucks, but it's not quite as big a deal as, a, as losing your right. firearm. Yeah. yeah, there's no mistakes with this. There's no accidental shootings with your cert training pistol. If it's 100 percent your cert training pistol, it's your cert training pistol. Yeah, as long as there's not weapons confusion, and that's Correct. the one we just want to stress every opportunity. Don't confuse mm-hmm. your live and dry fire. Particularly if you're better, you are the more subconscious you can go. You don't want to pop out your your dry fire, your and thinking, or your live fire thinking it was your dry fire. This is one of those things that uh, uh, just bringing it up, Mike. You can help us with this. They uh, Tasers, tasers are now black. When tasers first came out, they made them in yellow, and then they argued, "Oh, well, it's not tactical; people can see them." And and we've had a couple of shootings over the past two, three years, where where officers have shot suspects with firearms when they meant to shoot them with tasers. Mm-hmm. Uh, this as this is maintains the separate color. This has got this big red slide on it. Uh, uh, it, it you can't say or purple. Yeah, yeah, or the purple. Yeah, purple too. Yeah. But don't get dressed in the dark in that morning. And, <laughs> you know, walked around all day long, get home and take it out and went, Man, Oops. I carried my cert pistol all day at work. <laughs> well, if you wanted to, you could you could you could burn a retina with that. You could you have to take the yeah, laser. That's a long that's yeah. a lot of trigger pulls. Yeah. That's a lot yeah. of trigger pulls. It's going right for us. Burn his eyes out. You'd have to clockwork orange them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike, how does the uh, how does the the AR laser work? And, and, and folks, what we're looking at is for those of you that know the, how the AR component system work. Uh, imagine the bolt carrier group coming out. Just open up your rifle, push your rear your rear takedown pin, slide your charging handle back a hair, and pull the bolt out. It's that simple. That's the that's the piece I have in my hand. How does this work, Mike? Well, it's really based on the same premise: getting high volume self-diagnostic training. You want to get a lot of reps in. Want to get a lot of reps with your M4, but we also got to want accountability. And hey, where's that muzzle <laughs> line when we pull that trigger? And, and what to do when we pull that trigger? Is there a trigger mechanic deficiency or, or what have you? And But the difference is this fits into your M4 uh, because a lot of people buy an AR-15 and M4, uh, but it just sits in their safe. They don't really train with it. They don't get it out, and at least not nearly as much as they could or should. And put a lot of furniture on it, a lot of fun tools and, and toys and stuff, but, but still it has to get brought out, it has to get trained. You have to know your offset from your muzzle to your, your optic. You got to um, you know work your sling. You know you got to clear your house. Um, you, you, there's so much training to be done. You got to work your selector switch. Get the darn safety off. I can't tell many people 
today this bolt doesn't work. And I go, well, your safety's still on. You know, you know oh, okay. <laughs> you know, so, so essentially when you pop it in there, there's a cool little mechanism where it turns your AR-15 into an auto-resetting trigger. So you do not have to rack the bolt each time. We have the brake mechanism up inside our bolt and a pin which, which keys off the rear of your trigger. Okay, you don't have to remove any pins on your trigger. You just pop it in and go. Now, the first setup's a bit of a hassle, and you actually got to read directions. So it takes a little bit of slash gunsmithing for that initial install. Uh, but, you know, but once you figure that out and get through that, boy, you can be rolling. So it's an exciting product. It doesn't sell nearly as well as uh, the pistol. And, you know, and, and, and I don't know, we really got to work to get the messaging out. But I really challenge AR-15 owners out there to, to break that out of the safe and get a regimen of, of some training just just around, really around their own house. I, I got to do this for Alec because taking him to the range with his AR is brutal <laughs> because he has a muzzle brake on that thing that would definite an elephant. Yeah. It's just brutal. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Been shooting again, have we, Alec? Yeah. Huh? God. Yeah, these are these are really nice. Um you know, where we're, we're a lot of our a lot of our listeners are, I know we've heard the complaint of r- rifle ranges. Yes. There's, there's pistol ranges, and everybody gets to go to the pistol mm-hmm. range. Mm-hmm. But with that rifle range, it's it's harder to find uh, somebody that allows you to come in to a smaller range with a high power rifle. Most of them are set for the lower lower uh, right. lower the, lower the, feet per second rounds. Yeah, the range just simply can't handle rifle calibers. So instead of having to drive hours to go get to a rifle range or to go set up somewhere, this is right there. This is the same thing. This is the resetting trigger is wonderful. When 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 we saw Mike uh, at the NRA show and he said it's got a resetting trigger, I, yeah, I thought I just heard him wrong. I thought, well, he's 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 clearly insane. Mm-hmm. There's no way you could do that. And then well, apparently you can. You just have to give your rifle and this new bolt carrier group to Earl and he'll. Gunsmith. Yeah, well, it's and it's simple. This is this is user. This is home user. The directions on this and the, the that, drop in that, on this. That's how I do all my home users. Are home yeah, users. Gunsmithing is like, that, you know, he said eleven pound pull, and I was like, I, I think Earl did that to one of my Glocks. <laughs> Uh, and these are these are also very reasonably priced. You get these starting at a hundred and thirty nine dollars and working your way up for there. And 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 it's just like Big Mike said. The the uh, Get, it'll get that AR out of the out of the safe, is what it does. And, and, oh, and, and, so much. And you know one thing too, like we we certainly don't want people to go to the range less. I mean, it's kind of like buying a reloading system. I mean, you don't save money on that, right? You end up shooting yeah. a lot more. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> so right, right. We want to keep our messaging real clear that hey, look, go, you know, shoot your live fire as much as you can. But but when you go to that range, I mean, how often do you do you run say five yards, set up, and try to shoot a license plate across your property? You know, twenty, thirty, fifty, hundred yards, however it is, and and stabilize your body, work on trigger control, you know, mount the rifle. I mean, these are all skill sets I think every every rifle owner, every American should have. And, you know, it, it just would be really nice to watch people just, just – and I, I'm really excited to watch our culture drift towards um, not just loading up on kit, but, but really making training, you know, part of their – you know, just part of their daily routine – yeah, absolutely, and that's 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 exactly what we're talking about. This is something where it doesn't take away from your range time, but if you make it part of your routine, um, you okay, get more you know, out of your range time. Right, exactly. exactly. You get more out of your range time. All right, I'm, I'm at work today. Uh, you know, Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays, I bring I bring lunch to work with me, which means I've got some extra time. I sit in my office and I do my drills. Mm-hmm. You know, the door is closed. Yep. I make sure the backstop is clear, uh, and and I, and I do my drills. This becomes part of your daily training regimen. I, I want to get two of these so I can train in tandem with my spouse 
in our home. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go force on force? No, no, no. Unit movement. Unit movement. Okay. Gotcha. Stop that. With the, that's a great idea, but no, I don't think I can get away. <laughs> I don't want to get any more practice than she already has. <laughs> I'll say that this is something that's definitely going to be a change. Is I've I've got customers daily asking me either for with with their handgun purchase or their their firearm or uh, rifle purchase they want to know you know what can i bolt on it to to make it better to make me better and until your product came along i always said buy ammo get range time and get training now with this you know i'm gonna you know explain it to them how how to use it but then that way any free time you have can be training time yep and, and and we're really literally talking about 10-second training. I mean, just because the thing is, those little trainings that are crammed in in between your day, like through the cert pistol, uh, they're, they're distributed learning. You're uncalibrated. And we love to push that concept out there because you don't have time to, like, take warm-up shots. But when you just tuck it in real quick, you know, defeat your garment, boom, put it out and, and see, you know, try to point you at a, a nine-yard target, a clock across the room. And you yeah. fearlessly send it because no one's around going to, like, make fun of you, right? Yeah. Photons are there and gone. But, you know, like, ooh, I actually hit that thing. And you do that again and again and again and again, further, closer, everywhere, different garments. You think all those records in your intuitive database. Oh, After yeah. the time, when, when you really have to pull that thing, you got a familiar blueprint established. So... Yeah, it's, it's exciting stuff. I mean, it's, it's common sense. It's not rocket surgery. It's basic. It's real basic motor neuron learning. But it's just, it's just kind of like pull that into firearms culture a bit. Mm-hmm. Mike, thank you for joining us today. Uh, the we, we love having you on. We'll have you back on soon. We're hoping to be out there with you soon. Absolutely. Uh, uh, until then, folks, please please check out nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Go to nextleveltraining.com. You can see the CERT pistol. You can see the CERT laser. So thank you, Big Mike, for being here. We also have to thank previous guests. Danny McKnight, Colonel Danny McKnight was on the show. Go to dannymcknight.com. You can see him in his book. And allenbwest.com. Go to allenbwest.com. You can get his newest book also. Everybody, thank you. Thank you, Newest Market. Thank you, Seattle area. Thank you, everybody, for joining the program.